and we're recording yeah we're recording we're recording <laughs> i didn't see no like movement for a second i was like okay are we recording no we're we're recording so we're recording we're we are live okay that's good to know hi my name's alex i'm william this is sometimes crypto the unscripted crypto podcast look at this guy did the full thing on his own he's a big shot <laughs> We were, you see, the thing is, every time we say it, we say it differently. So I was like, let's. He's a big shot now. Spice it up. Go for it. I'll let you introduce me next time. <laughs> this is William. That's Alex. That's Alex <laughs> over there on the other side. All right. So let the people know what we're talking about today, William. Today, it's an unscripted, it's a scripted, somewhat unscripted podcast. We want to touch specific two specific topics, really exchanges and wallets wallets and exchanges what the latter the, the reason the, the re- latter the reason. i don't know what you're about to say right now the latter <laughs> yeah so if you guys don't have a wallet set up or if you never bought bitcoin or crypto i, I feel like you need the exchange first yeah you gotta the, the exchange is a good way to get to buy it right yeah i mean you can set up the wallet first but i think both yeah Actually, you can set up the exchange first because it takes like a day to verify. Or you can just set up a wallet and receive payments. What do you mean? You don't like, like just have set just, it, have just, it set to receive. Yeah, just create a wallet and then. Yeah, but you can accept. Buy. Yeah, you can. You could accept it, and then once you got funds in the wallet. All right, so let's start with the wallet. <laughs> well, that's fine. It doesn't either way. All right, so, uh, wallet. There's uh. Main function of a wallet is to store crypto assets, uh, digital assets, cryptocurrencies, uh, NFTs, and the, is, the, the whole sorts of things. It stores digital assets. Digital assets. At this point in time, of all sorts, and the wallets will continue to be updated to fit any new asset that is generated or created along the road in this Web3 world we're going to live in at some point. Yep. Um, wallets are probably pretty interesting because they're very important and there's different, there's different, there's a lot of them. There's different types of wallets out there. Um, the main thing that I feel like people typically don't realize is that wallets are, uh, just an address in which the blockchain will point to, to be like, oh, the crypto is located here. Um, people could store it. Uh, people have proof of their wallet through what we call a seed phrase uh these seed phrases vary in length from 12 24 characters and there's a bigger one also 32 uh uh characters long actually i don't know it's 32 i might be wrong on that one 12 and 24 um then there's more uh with that seed phrase you will have access to that wallet um anywhere you're at uh there are also differences in between physical wallets and software wallets the main difference being that physical wallets are a little bit more secure because they are they keep your seed phrase um separated from any internet connection so uh setting them up are actually pretty it's pretty easy uh we will probably be talking about that a little bit later. Is there anything specific that you want to talk about in terms of wallets? 
so I was going to say to set up a wallet like through voice is be a little difficult. I was going to say we should create a wallet, um, like make a post mm-hmm. showing up how to set up a wallet, just a, a, a screen record, have like $10 worth of BTC there and post it. Leave the wallet as is. We lose. We just don't use the wallet and be like whoever gets it, gets it and gets like $10 worth of Bitcoin. That's actually pretty interesting. Right? Yeah. Wouldn't it be fun? Be like, yeah. Just- and what's 10 bucks? Just gotta download it. Yeah, I think it might be better if we make like ten wallets with, or five wallets with two dollars. Why? If we get five people getting with a crypto wallet versus one person. Nah, I I, I rather get ten than two. <laughs> ten than two? Yeah, because then we have to post the wallets. Uh, oh, I see. What you like mean. this wallet, I see. I, I, we I just do. 10, we do one because it's gonna be the full video. It's gonna be one full. Yeah, I see. I see. I see. And they're gonna be able to just. If they whoever gets it first gets it. Yeah. I the only th- thing I will say that if this does happen, you'll just <laughs> we're back again from our little test. Okay, so because we have to make sure we had a we're little explain to you exactly what happened now. We had a little hiccup, and that was a big hiccup. All right, but before we before we get on to that, we're we're gonna leave that for the end. We're gonna leave that for the end. Why would I do that? Because we need to, to. We need a, We have very important things. Okay, once you find this wallet address and you get in there. Move whatever you find inside there to another wallet. Oh, we're talking about that? Yes, that's what we were talking about. That's what we stopped off. That's what okay. we stopped. Because the thing is, this, this key is going to be public information. The access to this wallet, anyone could just go inside to that wallet. Anyone have access to the wallet. Yeah, so it's not a good wallet. Don't use this wallet. It's just meant for you to take whatever is in there. Take it. Just take it. Take it. Keep it. Make it yours. Put it Put in somewhere, some, in another wallet. Essentially. You, tag us. Tag us when you do this. Yes. Like, no, no. It. You have to tag us. I was going to make that part of the post. I was going to be like, you have to tag us and let us know. I mean, there's... Yeah, please. No, no. You, right, so. I will <laughs> screenshot your wallet address, post it, and be like, I see you. <laughs> We're going to track you. I'm going to track you. You better post it. Oh, Jokes. Man. I'm not going through that effort. I have to re-record this podcast first. <laughs> I have, this, I have this, <laughs> this tension in the back of my head. Right? Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> Like it's, it's just too funny. Everyone's like, "What's going on? What's going on? What's going on?" I'll tell you a very brief in- intro. We went through the entire podcast, explained everything, and then <laughs> when we go to double check it, nothing was saved. It was all gone. It was all gone. Oh my god! So we're gonna do it one more time. I think this one will do a little better than the first one since we're so fresh. Um, do you remember we've already talked? Started talking about anything? No, right? Um, no, we're gonna start talking about um wallets right now. Wallets. There's two types of wallets. Cold and hot cold storage hot wallet hot wallet lives on a device it's always connected to the internet always has access cold wallet does not have access at any time only when you authorize the transaction or the confirm the transaction like you said right yeah so cold cold storage wallets are uh they store they, they store the key the keys to your to your wallet the seed phrase uh off offline there's like an air gap to it um, it's typically on a device, uh, on like a physical device. It looks like a USB. Uh, yeah, it looks like a USB. Um, you connect it to, to the, to the device, the computer, and, uh, it will pretty much, uh, sign whatever transaction that you're trying to do for that specific wallet whenever you're trying to do it versus the hot wallets. Um, <clears throat> the hot wallet seed phrases are typically, uh, for wallets that are connected to the my bad. The, the wallets itself are typically connected to the internet quite often. Uh, people 
use bur- like uh, hot wallets for like day-to-day transactions typically. Yeah. Storing your NFTs if you're m- moving them and using them or you're staking them, stuff like that. While cold storage is used more so for, well... Cold storage, like I says, well, keep it, like keep savings, it away, like keep a savings it, account, um, safety deposit box, safety deposit box is what. That's you like the example I. That's the example I literally use. It's a safety in, deposit box. In the episode that that was that was not. That in the episode that was not exactly. <laughs> oh, this this just caused a really funny side note, a really funny tangent. I just remembered. So, uh, Andrew Schultz, when he had uh, Alex Jones on the first time, he never. It was posted on YouTube. And it was then removed and deleted from YouTube. But he never, he never but saved it. But they themselves didn't save it. The saved file was like, yeah, not good. It was bad. Yeah. And they lost that episode. I remember, I remember uh, Schultz talking about that one time. So I, this is something similar to happen. Not the exact same thing, but it was just a funny thing. I it maybe was, remember, was, which if you don't know who this man is, I would, I recommend check him out. Uh, Andrew Schultz. Andrew, Sh- Andrew Schultz. If you don't know who he is, I recommend. Yeah, he's a funny guy. Funny guy. All YouTube right. him. So um, back on topic. Wallets. Uh, there's a handful of wallets. Uh, I asked. Okay, I remember. I remember what, what I asked you. I was asking you what was your first wallet. You did ask me what my first wallet was. I said, I don't remember what I said exactly. <laughs> it doesn't have to be exactly. I know it doesn't. But it's so funny. This is a new like, episode. Um. So I, I kind of said my first time buying crypto was on Robinhood. And then from there, I opened up a Coinbase account. From there, I opened up my Coinbase wallet to buy my first NFT. Then from there, I opened up, I also have MetaMask wallet, a, so a Phantom, Phantom wallet, wallet with Solana in it. Yeah. yeah so um, each wallet he, I use for specific cases because that's, I think, the way wallets are properly used. Each one is meant to do something specific. Yeah. So but for the most part, they're tra- treated like that. Yeah, so he mentions how uh, he had a Coinbase wallet, MetaMask, and Phantom. Those three specific wallets, well, Fat, MetaMask and Phantom are made specifically for for native currencies. For certain, yeah, for specific, right? yeah, for, for native, yeah, native currency. Like they're native to a specific currency or um, protocol, a pro, yeah, or however you want to say. It. Um, so essentially, MetaMask is best suited for ETH, Ethereum, and ETH NFTs. And uh, yeah, anything that's on the Ethereum anything Ethereum platform. related. Um, wow. Phantom is soul based. It's meant for anything. Soul makes literally mm-hmm. these way of staking I've ever seen. Tezzer, Tezzer, Tezzer has their own wallets. I don't know them, but no. I don't use them. I've heard their hard wallets are good. Yeah. For cold storage. That I... Not Trezor. Tezos. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I heard that. Yeah. Tezos. I said Trezor. Trezor. Yeah. I thought you were talking about the Tezos. Tezos, the coin, has their own, like, wallet. Their own wallet as well. Uh, I think uh, Ada is, like, working on something. Maybe not a wallet, but, like, some applications for uh, wallets. Probably. I don't know. Um, so, uh, one thing that's very important with the wallets, which is what we said uh, as we got interrupted due to technical issues, um, is the keys. Uh, the keys are very important. If you lose access to your keys, you lose access to your wallet done and done done and dusted like that's it mm-hmm. gone for um you want to, to keep them in a very safe place because <clears throat> although you might not lose access to your keys to your wallet itself you could still lose access to your funds due to the fact that if someone else finds your keys they say they have, access, could, access, they to have access to your wallet correct now. the seed the seed phrase is everything if you lose that 
you lost the wallet essentially mm. there's nothing you can do to prevent them right or unless you recreate so, the seed freeze right so essentially, recovery? essentially that becomes a if you lose your seed phrase your wallet becomes compromised someone else could use it um it's one seed phrase per per wallet that's just just, there's no way of like changing the seed phrase um i think you would have to change like the the protocol that it's on like yeah so i i don't think i've mentioned this yet um seed phrases have different lengths um 12 uh 24, 24. 12 24 um there might be another uh amount i don't remember what it is but i know some seed phrases are either 12 24 characters long uh words long um so I do know that there's like different ways of like, like if you're using a certain type of a uh, chain, uh, you could change it to another, to a longer or maybe even a shorter seed phrase. Interesting. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, when someone else has access to those keys, like your wallet essentially becomes compromised. You need to, you need to go into like damage control type of situation. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> wallets are vast. There's very various options over there. Just probably too many options. Um, your wallet is the main the main way that you would interact with uh with uh your digital assets. With di yeah, digital assets and decentralized applications. Anything crypto based, you probably you're probably using. Yeah, you a, need to connect a wallet. You're mandatory. Yeah, you're using a wallet to use it. If you're going for the full crypto. Yeah, no, no, wallet is mandatory. You can't connect anything if it's not a wallet. Absolutely. You can't connect it from an exchange. You have to use a wallet at all times to to verify anything on NFT basis. Your wallet is yeah, your identity is your identity because it's showing where the NFT went. That's all that matters, especially when you're using it in that application. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the, that's pretty much like the main reason why I downloaded my first wallet because, uh, like you. I downloaded Robinhood first and got into Bitcoin because I think Bitcoin was the only one they sold. But either way, I bought it. I was like, oh, this seems like a good investment. I want to put some money in there. And when I realized really that you could trade cryptos like quite easily. When you there was more to it than yeah. just a trading value. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, well, I want to be able to move this. Uh, and I couldn't do that on Robinhood. You can't move it. At, at the time, we couldn't. You can do it. Oh, now. yeah, you can now. But at that time, you couldn't. Now you're able to send crypto in and out. Yeah. So um, at the time, I just wanted to decide. I was like, okay, let me sell my assets. Let me sell my crypto assets on Robinhood and uh, rebuy on an exchange. Uh, I bought on Coinbase and moved it to a, a wallet. Uh, exchanges. What is an exchange? You need to slow down. Oh, I need to slow down. You're running through this. It's been 10 minutes. I understand it's late, but you got to slow down. <laughs> you got to slow down. You got to slow down. It's been 12 minutes and you just finished wallet and it took us 20 to get out of it the first time. I don't know. I, I don't remember what, what we You don't have about. to remember. You just told me not to remember. <laughs> so you need to do the exact same thing. I suppose you're right. <laughs> I suppose you're right. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's over here rushing through uh, it. Uh, it's Game knows and adds. It's, it's not my what's fault. A, I, just, I just don't like, know. What's the custodial? What's non-custodial? I don't know. what. Okay, so... Did we talk? We did. We talk did about talk about, but we did in this time. So you have to go over it again. Alright, so yes yes take some water <laughs> yeah, yeah. all right so um 
while it's like we said, uh, it's very important to have your keys and make sure they're safe. Um, that is in the case that you're using a non-custodial wallet. Non-custodial wallet is essentially saying that someone else is not taking care of your keys. You are the person taking care of the keys. Uh, if it's, there's this phrase in the crypto community saying, if it's not your keys, it's not your coin. If it's a custodial wallet, you open yourself up to some risks in which whatever party is taking custody of your keys, they might be able to do something with your assets that you might not necessarily agree with. Um, typically that's found in uh, more user-friendly type of wallets where they might ask you to get in via email and password versus keys. I don't know of any uh, custodial wallets, actually. I was about to say, like, I don't know any emails, any wallet. I don't think for any wallet you sign into, it's uh, just that. I, I'm i not sure, though. For custodial wallets, for sure. I just don't. Like, just, they're just rare. Because if you're, if you're using a, a wallet, like in this case, Rob, Robinhood now, since they, they allow trading, um they're kind of a custodial they're, they're kind of they're a custodial they're, they're definitely custodial because they don't give you keys yeah they're custodial if they're considered a wallet because there's no converting aspect to it versus there's no to trade the way it's going on similar to how we do it like on coinbase you just convert it to whatever you want you don't have to sell it to them buy something i think on Robinhood you might have to sell yeah, so on Robinhood, there's no like conversion. Yeah, yeah. So you can't just you can't change for Bitcoin one. to Ethereum. You need to change. You need to sell the asset. Yeah, you need to sell the asset for U.S. dollar value, and then buy, buy. back another, another crypto asset. Yes. Okay. Um. <clears throat> so for something like that, you would need a login. Yeah, so, for that one's just log in with uh, your email and password. Like I said, I don't know of many not non-custodial wallet. I mean, n many custodial wallet. A wallet uh, that is the key phrase is handled by someone else. They just mm -hmm. sign into. I typically see that more in exchanges. That's is typically exchanges. Yeah, exchanges are typically. Ugh. Uh, there's one. Uh, th there was one. Uh huh. Celsius. Yeah, Celsius originally was an exchange because it had way higher fees. Yeah, yeah, it's not. It wasn't used as an exchange. It was. It was used more as a wallet. Used as like a, some type of cold storage wallet to a degree. Staking wallet, not, like a yeah, like a like a semi DeFi. Yeah, because they're trying to. It's like DeFi, but not not really. Not. not it's not decentralized. I don't mean it because of decentralized. I mean yeah. that they're trying to uh, do electronic finance, electronic because they're they they were loan out money and do stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But now, now now they don't even let you change anything now they're kind of going through bankruptcy i wish ftx would buy them out Chapter. like how voyager how voyager got bought out by ftx for 1.3 billion dollars or some change. ftx bought out voyager yeah FTX probably, probably won't buy celsius then they just bought out another company or buys them all uh buy binance maybe as long as one of them buys it for a uh, fair market value and I get my full BTC back or whatever is left in, uh, left of it. All right, so you heard you heard it. Um, someone needs to bail up Celsius. Save, save the masses. Save the masses. Dude, I read a report that in Celsius, there's like an $80 million whale that had... No way. Yeah. That guy is... Uh... He might be bad. Yeah, he might be a little mad. He's definitely mad. He, yeah, he probably uh, hired a lawyer. He'd be like, "Look, I got 
Yeah, he has real money. I got I got big money over here. Like I got eighty mil. Yeah, like half of it's yours, <laughs> probably. <laughs> if you get, you make sure I get it back. If you make sure I get all of it, whatever, I'll give you twenty of it. Yeah. That's yeah. wild. And they have they have a stupid amount of money. That is absolutely wild. But that is that, and that's why they're not safe because of those things. They can since they are centralized, they're controlled by U.S. regulations. And well, that was their fault actually. Because they over leverage their own positions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which doesn't happen in a. Well, I'm not going to say it doesn't happen. That can happen anywhere. Even if it's a smart contract, if it over leverages itself somehow. Yeah, that could happen. Uh, that could very easily happen in, in, uh, in some smart contracts. Bad investments are bad investments. There's no way around that. Exactly. There's no way around a bad investment. All right, I, we can go into exchanges now. I, now you're allowed to. I actually, before I do that, this just guy. just because of my paranoia, I'm gonna I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a quick stop. No, you're not. <laughs> you're gonna do another stop. A quick stop. Like don't don't would even notice. Oh my god. Okay, stop it. Like, it's no. that simple. It's that, that simple. simple? <laughs> no, like that's it. Maybe so though. Uh peace of mind. Okay, if he has peace of mind, though. All right, so uh, exchanges. Uh, it's a good time. I think now now it's actually a good time just to go into the exchanges. Thank you for slowing me down a little this bit. This guy was out of breath. If he was a stand-up, he would have ran through his you first know, of, you know, of material in the first five seconds okay, of so the this, show. This actually reminds me of a, of a childhood memory of mine. Um, I was uh, oh. in middle, middle school. Uh, I, thought you, I, thought you, I thought I heard criminal. I was like, when were you a criminal? Child, childhood, child, childhood memory. I, when I was in middle school, um, I had to do this presentation for my science class. And I'm like learning PowerPoint. So I put this, uh, I put the slides on a timer. So I was like, I'm not going to touch a keyboard. I'm just going to let the thing slide. I'm just going to go with it. I didn't time myself. I just kind of put like a, a couple seconds per slide. And then I realized later, I had no idea how long each slide, like, I really didn't know, like, how to feel out the time for the slides. And I was like, okay. I literally pulled a Buster Rhymes. I, I, this, that would just happen to you right there is everything I tell you every day. You like jumping steps. I literally pulled a Buster Rhymes. You love jumping Everyone, steps. Like, I remember sitting back down and the guy who was sitting next to me was like, bro, you were, were spitting fire. <laughs> this guy's hilarious. Like the, I, okay, so remember how I said I, I put the timer so I didn't have to click the keyboard? Actually, I had to end up clicking the keyboard because like, the timer was just too slow. Because <laughs> I got nervous. I was like, okay, this is, I don't know how much time it is. I got to say this before the timer is up and the next slide shows up. And I just finished way before the time it was even close to being like before the next slide showed up. So I was just so like, you had to do it like regular. I just had to no. I did it on regular, but like on three times speed because I was like I got this heat of the wall of the timer just right behind me, and then I also like just like just doing it like pressing the the next slide button. It was bad. No. You love jumping ahead of yourself. <laughs> that was that was bad. That was... I'm not gonna test it out first. How fast it takes me usually to do it. I'm just gonna put a timer and do that i literally i was like yeah this sounds like a good amount of time like i, I might have tested out one or two slides no, you didn't. like Stop. one or two you slides test it out. and but i didn't practice it this is the thing i didn't practice you probably it. read at a normal pace you're like this is enough yeah that's exactly that's exactly what i did and you did it once i did it that's exactly what i did i'm telling you that's exactly what i did 
and then I was like, this just makes sense. When and I was like, oh yeah, that's not. I, I learn by trial and error sometimes. I'm letting I everyone know. I, I, I hope he's has gotten a little better than that. What can I tell you? I am getting better. I'm, it's a constant practice. All right. So exchanges. Um, there's a variety of exchanges. Um, they're very, very prevalent. Uh, it's typically the first way people get into crypto. Um, Robinhood is one of them. I, I'd say. Uh, Coinbase, uh, FTX. Binance. We labeled them? Or labeling this time? No, I'm just I'm, I'm saying a couple of them now as examples. Um, uh, okay coin is an exchange okay coin yeah kucoin um there's literally pancake swap uniswap there's so many of them. so many um an exchange is a platform that allows individuals uh to be able to trade assets digital assets <laughs> specifically we want to talk about digital assets You're just saying but exchanges could... are anything where you trade assets you have the stock exchange you're just trading assets in exchange. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is sometimes crypto, so we're going to be. Focusing. I understand that. <laughs> I understand sometimes crypto. You, you, like you like telling me your words matter. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right. Because you like, you like, you, you, you so, take me so, uh, so serious. So serious. So literal. <laughs> this guy. So, um, you labeled uh, two different types of exchanges, though. Yes. So uh, there is, there are centralized exchanges, and then there's uh, decentralized exchanges. The centralized exchanges uh, are, for the most part, non-custodial, where they hold your keys and take care of everything on the back end. Um, they make a profit from, as they serve as like middlemen. And they make a profit from uh, transaction fees. Um, whenever someone wants to sell or buy or just take out money from their platform. Um, an example is Coinbase. It's like the go-to, I feel. Uh, pretty big company. Have you heard of it? I literally said that already, that I use Coinbase. You seem nervous, my G. I, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. You're spitting just information to the microphone. You need to talk to the microphone. Just spitting facts. I didn't say facts. You're just, you're just speaking at it. I need you to talk with it. Nah, I'm giving some information. You're spitting information. Why is he doing if there was video in this in this room and the video camera and the camera saw him when he just did that microphone, we would be canceled. I didn't do anything to the microphone. What are you talking about? Whatever he just did to that microphone, we would be canceled because I stopping at the time. I literally looked at the microphone. You're the first one who said to re-record right now. We're Oh, we are. This it had to be done. It had to it's be something done. at the time. This guy right, me so um I don't remember if I said this the last time actually. Uh but ex the centralized exchanges typically work on a, on what's called a order book system. So people would place orders on the platform, be like, oh, uh, I want to sell X amount of this at this price, or I want to buy X amount of this at this price. And then they pretty much, uh, this exchange would match the buyer and the seller mm -hmm. who's closest and to the to like ordering to price. Yeah, and then just uh, charge a little commission fee a little commission trading fee right there oh. so they, i'm assuming i've never used a decentralized exchange but there has to be like 
you have to put a range in which you want to buy the price, the buy the asset at, right? A decentralized exchange? Yes. Or you, you put a specific price. Because I don't, it's hard to feel, you can't buy a specific price. So you could put it at specific prices. I'm gonna, it's just going to be fixed there. You got to wait until someone offers to buy, someone's willing to pay that price for that asset. Okay. Um. Yeah, because with centralized exchanges, uh, there's like this, no one does, they don't do this like, it's not like by, done by hand. This is like a little alg algorithm that would match the buyer and the seller together. Yes, obviously. Um, the main difference with centralized exchanges uh, at, versus their counterpart of uh, decentralized exchange is that a decentralized exchange is peer to peer directly. Like um, through the protocol itself, you're just going to be trading from one wallet, from your wallet to the, the other person's wallet versus on the central exchange is everyone using this specific application yeah so there's like a on the back end uh in-house ledger uh that coinbase or whatever whatever exchange it may whatever be exchange uses. uses um essentially they'll be like okay i this person has this much in their wallet this person has this much like associated to that individual yeah um, but then they have their own like, amount they go okay this person is requesting three bitcoins at x price what's the current market oh this is, it could be fulfilled it fulfills it automatically exactly that's an yeah, algorithm that's, that's does an algorithm it. does it obviously not a person but. um versus with decentralized exchanges uh it's a smart contract it also has some type of algorithms but the it can take longer to yeah, post uh, orders. It might be a little bit slower than centralized exchanges um, for a variety of reasons. Um, one of the benefits, so actually, I, I do want to say there's pros and cons to both of them. That's why they both exist because there's different use cases. Some people might like one thing over the other, and uh, well, it's just so many so many varieties within those yeah there's too much to keep track of there's a lot like there's a okay so there's centralized exchanges and decentralized exchanges but then also within centralized exchanges or within decentralized exchanges there's also different like competitors or different like markets within those mm -hmm. so everyone has their own way of functioning everyone has their own protocols and like how how business is done on that like system so if you're interested in doing something like this and getting involved in some type of exchange, do your research, look into them, be like, okay, what are the, what are some headaches that people typically go through, um, and whatnot. Likely, what's likely going to happen if you haven't, okay, so this was what's likely going to happen. You're either going to do one of the one of these next two things. You're going to download an app from your phone. The app is either going to be a wallet or an exchange. It doesn't really matter which one. It's probably going to be one of those two. The only difference is if you download a wallet, you're going to be the owner of the true owner of absolutely nothing because you don't have any assets inside that wallet. You would need to just use the address that you would, uh, the wallet address to receive coins on to that address from someone that you're maybe providing a service to, or you would have to option two would be download an exchange application, uh, sign up with the exchange and buy some assets physically buy it like like with fiat and then use your fiat to buy the asset itself and then you would have to change that currency if you want to put it into a, a wallet that is definitively custodial you would have to move it um 
so if you go with the center with the with the exchange route there's a very good chance that the first exchange you're going to buy get get downloaded is going to be a centralized exchange you're going to the first interaction with this exchange will be a centralized exchange typically because of the fact that they are very easy to use very user-friendly yeah easy interface versus your own versus decentralized it's, requires more no, a little bit of more technical more skill. technical skills and not using fiat you already have to have crypto yeah yeah so like that's one of the draw drawbacks of the decentralized exchanges the fact that a decentralized exchange um typically yeah, you, only works you would have already had to have convert at least one time fiat into crypto to then be able to trade your more of your crypto to other you would have to have yeah crypto it's decentralized exchanges are mostly crypto to crypto not fiat to crypto or crypto to fiat mm -hmm. that's one of the do the downsides of the of the decentralized exchanges um because early users typically want to buy or sell for uh cash dollar difference um there's what i like about the crypto markets is very um I don't want to say complex, diverse. Um, there's a lot of opportunities there, and there's different uh, like trading pairs that can make uh, profits. So it's important to make sure that if you're going to use a decentralized exchange, you already have some crypto in a wallet um because <laughs> decentralized exchanges since they are peer-to-peer -peer, they work directly with the wallet though so essentially what would happen is you would get your wallet and connect to a decentralized uh, application uh, you'd a smart contract of sorts um directly with your wallet um you wouldn't be working with a middleman such as any of the centralizes exchanges um so which uh we talked about user friendly user interface or centralized exchanges mm, yep and some of the cons of like decentralized exchanges specifically that it's like crypto to crypto uh what would you like to cover more uh, pros of I don't know. Alright, so one thing that I know for sure is very uh, that you can do for centralized exchanges that you cannot do with decentralized exchanges is the leveraging thing. Um, essentially, with centralized exchanges, uh, since they are the owners of their like funds, they are they might be there might be a couple of them willing to lend you money. Uh, for the opportunity of making more money. Doesn't KuCoin do that? Lend with ETH or something? With smart contracts? Does KuCoin let you do borrow money? Leverage? Or they sold it? They sold theirs? I didn't um One used to do that. Like he would sell his contracts. Like, You know what? I don't. I don't know if KuCoin does it. Um, I haven't. I haven't been on KuCoin in a minute. If I'm being honest, I haven't used KuCoin. Uh, Celsius, uh, not an exchange, more of a wallet, was one of the providers of like that type of a uh, 
not really DeFi because it really wasn't decentralized uh, finance more so it was, they were providing um, loans and like opportunities to borrow with your crypto yeah. uh, obviously over collateralized but you got something you're able to exchange it for USD or whatever you need at that point in time yeah so Celsius is would you consider Celsius was it was a, it's a custodial wallet custodial like a custodial wallet because it's, it's too expensive to to trade on on Celsius yeah it was never There's better options yeah I don't see a a lending like leveraging thing here on KuCoin I do see uh P2P earn they have a trading bot apparently um I would click on the earn and conversions uh this looks like staking yeah this looks like staking um never mind then all right um yeah so since uh decentralized exchanges work off of like crypto assets that are within the exchange itself they don't typically do lending um unless you do the over collateralized there's probably some type of smart contract out there that you can over collateralize and borrow some money mm -hmm. but that's over collateralized that's not like being lent something there's no like credit score to that so there's no that's, credit score that's in crypto because there's no way of exactly as of right now they haven't of, found yeah, a way to do it which is why that's only available for centralized exchanges i haven't seen a centralized exchange that i'd either um i haven't seen any but no not 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 like the way you're explaining it not oh not without it being over collateralized not without it being over collateralized yeah. like celsius was it yeah because Celsius over collateralized yeah. nexo that we played with for a while also was over collateralized mm -hmm. uh Coinbase is also over collateralized when they were starting to do it too. And I, I don't know it's if all any, over -collateralized. right now I don't see of any yet because there's no way of keeping the asset like uh like now nah, there's no uh, in, second hand bureaus or agencies to keep track of or make sure that that is happening. If I am sound very far away, I was very far from my microphone for a good solid <laughs> this guy did a quick for a good solid amount of time i apologize i talk loud half the time so there might not be two it might sound better <laughs> further away actually you did a quick grab and pull for the mic it's like i was like, I was like damn like, that was really far he's like this, this is looking a little distant and then alex never at one point listened hey the microphone you know put it up here not once i didn't even notice i'm gonna be honest this guy i'm gonna be honest all right um centralized exchanges do have some downsides um one one thing that i know we didn't actually cover on the the episode that did not happen was that uh centralized exchanges are very prone or have a high risk of being hacked or they're big targets for decentralized big, no centralized exchanges since since everyone knows oh these exchanges have big funds associated to them just do some good phishing or some good snooping you might be able to get access to one of their wallets that has an enormous amount of yeah, funds. Yeah, I feel like that's what any of them. With any of the centralized exchanges. Any exchange. Um, decentralized exchanges are typically, it just comes with the issue of the liquidity thing. And since there's decentralized exchanges are much smaller as of right now, they're less likely to be. Because they're not, they're not, they're not worth huge. a wild yeah, target. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying the more, the more popular an exchange becomes, the mm -hmm. more, I think those have more points of failure. 
Yeah, as soon as it's, if there's more funds associated to it, expect a bigger target on your back. Yeah, it's typically it's typically a yeah. But isn't that why like CoinBase people pay people some of those people the big bucks to make sure? Yeah, absolutely. No, no, their security teams on point. It's a couple million hundreds of millions of dollars worth of uh, assets. Yeah, I don't think they want that going anywhere. Yeah, definitely not. That'd be a big headache. To... So there was this uh, one exchange called Mount Gox. Apparently. Mount Cox? Gox. Gox. Gluck Gluck? G-O-X. 3,000? Gox. I don't know nothing. <laughs> um, which, when I saw this, I was like, this is an insane amount of of Bitcoin. It was 850,000 Bitcoin that they got. What? They got lost. Yeah. 850,000? Yeah. What? How much? What is that? How many billions? <laughs> billions today's day is insane. It's 850,000? I'm going to do that math. Price of BTC, I'm putting it at 20K. Jesus. 17 billion. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I said that right, right? I'm not stupid. 17 billion. Mm -hmm. I know how to math sometimes. My major is working out. Yeah. I, I'm, glad I, I'm glad it paid off. To some degree. Yeah. Well, apparently they said they got hacked. Um, I don't... $17 billion. If that's... A... That's today's date. That happened in 2014. Oh. Yeah. Well, the hack is now at today's date, $17 billion. Oh, at that point in time, it was probably a lot less. All right. So actually, I'm, I'm reading now and I see that... It wasn't hacked? No, it was 25,000 Bitcoin. Dog. 400,000 at the time. Often 478 accounts. This guy really just really changed the number. Yeah, completely different number. <laughs> completely different. Never number. mind any of those numbers that were just given. Ignore all of them. <laughs> Please disregard. Yeah, I don't know. My notes were a little sloppy <laughs> for that one. For that hey, one. It's okay. Shoot, you got shoot, though, baby. You got this. <laughs> I believe in you. Look, this is this is round two of the same episode that it's not going the same way. Not, not the same way. He's not as excited <laughs> as he once was for the other one. Bro, I'm gonna be honest. I was like, I was like, damn, that was so smooth. That's so good. Now, this one's rough. This, <laughs> this one feels like sandpaper on butt cheeks. <laughs> Imagine if you just went to the bathroom and this is sandpaper. And you have oh to wipe. my god. This is what he's. Uh, I feel him. I can relate. I'm glad you were having laughs now. I hope this is worth. I hope someone listening to me like that's funny though. Look, look. If there's anything I can say from this episode, is that the, I hope you get pleasure from 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 the torment that I'm, that I'm getting right now. He's so upset, guys. Because I... last episode was a banger. I mean, I, I don't even know what to say. Like, it was a fucking banger. So I said we just call it, and we just tell him what happened exactly. Just call it exactly. Tell him exactly. Look, what happened. guys. Exchanges or watch are very important. They all have. This, both decentralized, centralized. I'm a believer that we're gonna. Ha you have to use all of it. Everything's to be a necessity. Everything has a specific use case. Be aware of all scams. Everything that's going on. We haven't brought it up because we forgot. Next podcast is a uh, security slash safety podcast. You know we're gonna be touching what I see you looking around. I'm looking at my notes and I was like, we could still we could still talk about it a little bit. Probably. <laughs> we could still talk about like exchanges. You 
Look, look, I'm suffering, but we can still, we can, we can still pull this through. <laughs> we can still be like, look, look, the thing is with decentralized exchanges, they're more private. I feel like we just went all over the place for this side. <laughs> they're more private. This feel like this is all over the place and it's so irritating. <laughs> all right, look, okay, so this is what we, I think this is what we, we should do. Just call it an episode. Be like, look, we're going to recover this. Because it was a down, shit show. Down the line. Yeah, no, it just, this is, this is bad. <laughs> this is so bad. <laughs> this is so bad. I hope I could look at this again and just start laughing and be like, damn. <laughs> poor them. Straight shit show. Poor them. Poor, poor William and Alex. Who? <laughs> I think the funny part is that last, earlier in the, like, the recording that we, that we had to, like, restart beforehand, the, the second restart of the, of the, of this episode, we go, oh, it's not, it's not all shits and giggles. Like, it's sometimes there's some headaches. No. We thought we had we thought we had a little bit of a headache. No, no, that was more. All right. Um, I we, it's funnier. We I tell him every podcast to check everything, and somehow something always goes some way. Something goes. Something has to go wrong. Something always goes wrong. First of all, it just stopped recording. Okay, we'll just continue from where we left yeah. off. No, we finished recording a full a full episode. Full episode after that. Mind you, you you saw where the where a stop happened. It was like early, like around seven minute mark. Yeah. So we recorded a whole like fifty minutes after that. We were just I was there standing. We were talking, breaking down what was going on, what our plans, and I and he go and I look. The line went from wiggly as the recording. It went straight flat, and he goes, "Uh oh." Yeah. And I was like, what do you mean? Oh, oh. I didn't say, oh, oh. I just looked at my computer with a very bad face. He's like, you're making To me, it said, oh, oh. <laughs> and my heart went, oh, oh. And I was standing over that desk. I go, why is that line fly? It was just, it, it had things. He goes, so there's no sound. The, the episode I'll, died. The like, episode literally flatlined. I was like, no, 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 no. All right, look. The only thing I, I can't say for sure is this is a blessing in disguise. You, as a viewer, will see this episode. You're gonna be like, damn. You're gonna be lost and confused. Gonna, I'm lost and confused. You're gonna be like, damn. This wasn't the best one. At least from our, our perspective right now, it will, it's not the best one. You might think otherwise, actually. If you didn't listen to this one, I'm okay. <laughs> it hurts me less than the other one, because I also brought up how the other episode five hasn't didn't do as hot in the first week as the other ones, and then I thought this one. We thought this one was gonna do super. This one, like, I'm telling you, like we were like this one's gonna do good. The amount of excitement I had for the last episode, it just went away. Was like it was ripped away. <laughs> like the minute he told me to re-record, I felt like just I'm like we are gonna re-record it right now. I don't want to talk about anything we just talked about. <laughs> and he looks at me and goes, "We have to." I'm like, "I don't want to." This is really. It was cool. It was cool. All right. Well, we're gonna talk about this again. No, we're not. I'm not talking about this again. We're not, this next time? We're, we're not talking about next exchanges time. or wallets <laughs> until there's a really brand new exchange that goes popping. We're not touching the stock. We're going to bring we're gonna bring a guest on. Okay, I'll do it with a guest. If we can bring a guest on, I'll tell And we'll just ask some questions. We'll let them... So, we'll let oh, them. we said we're going to bring in... Oh, see, there was a tangent here. There was, there was a good was, tangent. Look, guys, if you are still listening, thank you. We love you. We appreciate you. Alex said that we're going to bring in... A, we're going to make a developer series. Yes. He said once a month. I told him you're crazy. It can maybe get there. Not right now. But it is an interesting idea that we threw that, that was brought up in the, the last episode. We should just call this one the, the last, last episode. The last episode. We should just call this the last episode. Because it's going to be, it's, it, you know, yeah, uh, I'll do it. And then, and then the, the, re, the replay would be like wallets and exchanges. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. This is called, this is even called the last episode, last episode. You said to do a developer series, bring on developers from different uh, 
background background different projects projects different, like, everything so that they can so we can ask questions you like oh what are they doing yeah. what what constraints what bottlenecks are they seeing yeah so we've been going to a couple of crypto events uh here and there uh here in miami stop it. and uh, stop and it. the people be asking they're like oh when can i they're like when can oh we, yeah when, when can i get on and we're like on. we need a mic we'll like, get there they're like you plan on having guests over right we're like yeah of course like we would love we to have, have a long you. list of guests we would love to have you on we have a long list of guests um guessing will become more what is it there'll be more, more requirements more for guests oh, okay okay at some point in the future maybe depending how many uh, guests we have yeah maybe or maybe not maybe it just know. gets easier maybe we get more guests yeah maybe, maybe we get guests or guest hosts yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know about that one i don't know either it's funny to say uh, it is a little funny all right um i did oh we did we also mentioned that there's going to be uh pretty big update coming up soon oh, we d- announcement announcement when you say update, no, big update. announcement an announcement we didn't say what it was though no we didn't because that's then it no, we didn't yeah, say. We're yeah. not going to say. We're just leaving it there. All right. So I say we give a quick recap. You see those 10 minutes you did? I need five minutes for each exchanges and wallets. Go. Okay. So uh, I'll start with the wallets. Wallets are where you would store your, your digital assets. Uh, easy to download on any application. You could get a, either uh, on your on your phone or as a... Hard wallet, cold storage. As an exchange. A ledger. As a, a extension a- on your browser what an extension on your browser what do you mean uh so oh, like, you're talking about wallet extension. yeah wall like well, oh, okay. like a wallet extension how you yes. access it either be an app on your phone an extension on your wallet or some type of software um there's a difference between how wallets cold wallets is cold wallets a cold wallet is typically stored like stores your keys offline and you don't really touch it it doesn't touch any other application you just pretty much send stuff in just to keep it in there things go in and very few times and things go out very few times hot wallets meant more for a day-to-day use when you're trading cryptos every day or you end up trading there you put it there you have nfts Mm -hmm. you're staking you're doing all that that's where they would end up being the quickest way the easiest access to use you'll probably have it on the web extension and the app or maybe just a web extension really depends on what you're using um other than that it's pretty straightforward once you crypto gets easier once you start using it yes there's a little bit of a learning curve that learning curve is just time and patience get in there do it and do it more than once Mm -hmm. because every time you create a new wallet you'll be like oh this makes sense yeah or this gets easier yeah once you once you create your third wallet you're gonna be like once you create four wallets you're a master at that yeah yeah you become pro you're an absolute pro like you're a pro at wallet wallet creation it's it's not it's not hard it's no. just it's just it's easier to set up a wallet in exchange yeah actually yeah like actually um people typically start with exchanges um because they are the easiest way to get some crypto um straightforward uh it's the only it, way to get crypto immediately immediately yeah yeah unless you're you're trading some labor for some pay. exactly unless you're uh, it, yeah or selling a product or something it's just i'm i'm put i'm buying someone's crypto i'm buy i'm willing to buy your crypto right now uh, an exchange uh, pretty much lets you uh, trade some digital assets. Um, Think about like stock market. You want to buy Tesla? You just go buy Tesla. Yep. Just go on Robinhood. Because someone's selling it. You just know that they're selling it on that platform. On that, exactly. Same idea. Like Coinbase has their own exchanges, their own 
4,000 cryptos that are being traded mm. between people and everyone else, just yep. like every other exchange has their own pools. Well, their own resources that they're using Absolutely. to support so, and provide infrastructure for their exchanges. Two different types of exchanges. There's centralized exchanges. And I just covered decentralized. I and, just covered. I yeah. just talked about centralized. Yeah, so there's centralized exchanges, decentralized exchanges. Um, a typical pro of decentralized de decentralized exchanges is that it's peer to peer, therefore it allows for more for more privacy and uh, l overall lower transaction costs. Okay. One of the issues with centralized exchanges with decentralized exchanges is that since they are more difficult to use and not as intuitive, you do need to have a little bit more of crypto experience or like uh, technical uh, knowledge. Um, there is typically less liquidity in those, um, okay. therefore making it either uh, harder or slower to to do to transactions. Use to do transactions on them um that means that it your order to be fulfilled may take longer yeah because there's not someone at that same point in time mm -hmm. providing liquidity at that range that you're looking at or at those prices that you're currently looking at absolutely um overall like i said uh peer-to-peer -peer, more private uh lower transactions cost um there are some issues that uh, are, there are workarounds. Wait, you said lower fixed. transaction costs. Yeah. Who has lower transaction costs? Decentralized exchanges. Decentralized. Decentralized exchanges. Don't they have a higher market cap because it's a it's a closed market as a lower transaction market? lower transactions costs because uh you're but higher market costs per the asset itself. Y yes, since there's less liquidity, uh, the the Some overall markets assets are, are uh, sold at a higher premium. Yeah, there might be a, a higher premium. The, the premium also comes because of the fact that there is. Um, more less KYC, so since there's more privacy, since you, oh you don't it doesn't matter how it's coming from. It's KY, so... KYC actually has something to do with it. No, it doesn't. Of course, people 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 are willing to pay for privacy. I don't agree with that statement. People absolutely are willing to pay for privacy. Well, why do you yeah. think people? Why do you think people pay uh, for VPNs? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm talking about specifically for the. I don't think they're paying for the privacy in that aspect. Cause it's still on chain, so whoever knows enough could still follow that. There, yeah, there's there's always like auditing that can be done. Yeah, but I think it's just a higher cost because it's it's a smaller market. Uh, and it's sold at a higher premium. I will get some more experience on decentralized exchanges. We'll talk about this on the next run run through. Don't hold them to that. I don't know. If there's another run through. If it's not with someone who knows, I ain't doing this again. I already put myself <laughs> through torture. <laughs> the torture. This is the torture. It's the second time we go through this episode. <laughs> this is actually three times. We had a practice run just like this one. <laughs> we didn't have a practice run. Maybe not, not, we didn't have a practice run of exchanges. No, you're yeah, absolutely right. All right, yeah, 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 absolutely this is right. the third time we do this podcast. Each time has been very different. <laughs> the second one was the best one. Right. The second one was the best one. The second one was the last episode. But this is the last episode. Uh, this is the last episode. All right. Um, but yeah, they do have everything has their pros and they are more private, like you were saying. Yep. Uh, centralized exchanges. They don't hold KYCs. Yeah, exactly. Centralized exchanges, you need KYC to get in there. They're pretty self-explanatory in terms of uh, use, use. So I guess I, I'll give you the, the information where you said the KYC is, is the the why is might privacy. Be more the privacy aspect uh. of it. Because if there's a data breach, they do have more of your physical information yeah. versus on the other one, they don't have that. They don't have your wallet. You're only, yeah. Which yeah, that so is like, true. Yeah, so like a, a, a centralized exchange, if they get hacked 
for maybe just their their list of of user emails emails you, they have your email now they know who they, they can throw target. a phishing scan no no i exactly. that is true i will give you that i can admit defeat on that one um okay <laughs> i wasn't trying to go that way. Uh, yo but i said you were wrong right um, yeah, and i have did, to say you did, you did. Thank, I was you. Wrong. thank thank you if i say you're wrong you. i then have to realize when i'm wrong all right um this guy uh decentralized exchanges typically work off of uh smart contracts yes uh, and cryptos are crypto only and uh, yeah crypto i really said that earlier i did on, say that but that's that what the this is a recap a quick recap but so we hope you you found this episode somewhat entertaining entertaining Ent- entertaining how uh, what's the time on it we're at 56 minutes we made back up time pretty quick yeah i'm gonna be honest uh we we i wasn't expecting to reach 56 minutes so fast i wasn't either we're gonna. I'm gonna apologize again. I still enjoyed for technical difficulties. <laughs> yeah, I still enjoyed the last episode, to to the max. <laughs> yeah, wait. The the first time of this, <laughs> oh, we got confused. Sorry. Both. Um. So the follow, title. Follow, the title. Follow on, us on Instagram. Yes, we did say we had to do that. But I was gonna say the okay. title before we go into that. Okay. Like, you before know, before the outro. Before the outro. Before the outro. I was gonna say on Instagram, for the post name on their post itself. Uh-huh. Just that we're gonna have the post itself be the last episode, exchange and wallets, and then the title for the podcast would just be it, the last episode. The last episode, yeah. For the post, for the post, we'll put exchange wallets so people know what we're talking about. Yeah. But then the last episode. The last episode. So the people who listen, like, no. And oh, also please, we are go- we're probably most likely gonna post that video, showing everyone how to set up a wallet. Yes. There will that, most likely be some sort of crypto in there. Yeah. There, well, I'm not, we're not going to specify because we don't know what it is. Yeah, yet. we don't know what it is. It could be anything. It could be anything at this point. You might get a shit coin. You might. And I, by, I, I mean, I, by when I say shit coin, I mean like Shiba Inu. <laughs> not like Nana. I meant like Shiba Inu. <laughs> like a true, a true shit coin. <laughs> That's funny. Um, follow us on our social media. Uh, it should be in the description. And, uh on the description of the pod, yes. Okay. It should be in the description of the pod. Yes. All of our socials, the pod social. Yeah. Please follow. Uh, stay in touch. Yeah. I was going to say to stay in touch. Yeah, stay in touch. Give us feedback. We love feedback. Give us a rating. I'm trying to do the outro fast again. You need to connect with the freaking audience members, bro. <laughs> Jesus. I'm just I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah, the but you, you're rushing again now. I'm just saying the things. <laughs> you need a chill pill, my dog. You need to relax. Now we're rifting. Okay. No, I'm kidding. What do you mean? <laughs> it means you're just going back and forth. You're having a combo. Oh, there is no script now. It's unscripted. It's the unscripted crypto podcast. This is this is facts. Uh, no, nah, that's all we have to say. Please follow. We said that already. <laughs> Please like. It doesn't matter. All right. So, um, our social media, uh, platform only follows mine's and his account. If there's any other one. Which I doubt there will be. Probably not. Yeah, there might not be, but not yet, anyways. Yeah. So you you find you click the link below. There's a good chance. No, don't do that. Sometimes crypto. What? Sometimes crypto, on Instagram. Did you, are you okay there, buddy? No, because I was gonna say click the link below, but like someone might just like insert HTML, like change the link below. They can't change our link. Yeah. There's there's ways of changing. You can change the link from there. Yeah. Yeah, it's, there's no 100% certainty in which, like, the fact that, like, it's less likely. 
No. It's I probably You can edit the link. Wait, wait. You yeah, can yeah. edit link from yeah. the podcast post. Yes. This is gonna go in next episode. We're gonna talk about security. If this wait, wait, if we're gonna talk about wait, security. We are gonna talk about security. If this can happen, I want it to not be able to happen. Yeah. All right, me too. All right. No, there's no me ca- too. Ca- catch you in the next one. This guy. <laughs> we'll catch you next week. It's been another week. Of Sometimes Crypto. The Unscripted Crypto Podcast. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.